Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Omen the Town, and here's what's coming up today. Luton get dominated at home by Brentford, lose 3-0. The only positive from the weekend is that Batara's not sat naked on our table because we didn't get six points from our last two. You said negative. That's not negative. (laughs) That is true. No, he said positive. Either way. I'm glad you're not naked on our table today, if I'm being honest, mate. Me too. Uh, We take a look at Simon Sluger. How much has he improved in goal in the last year? Has he improved at all? We'll be discussing that. And we're also going to be answering your Instagram questions, which I think are going to be good today. Um, I'm with Dave and Bataro, as always, to discuss the footy. How are you both? You all right, yeah? Yeah... Well, it's, it's been a disappointing week, hasn't it? Of 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 yeah, games, it has been a very disappointing week. I think we've gone from a, uh, an absolute high to an absolute low, haven't we? We had we had a, a good week the previous week, and this week's not been so great. If you would have taken, if someone would have said to you, Sheffield Wednesday, Nottingham Forest, and Brentford, four points from them three games, would you have been like, all right, I'll take that? Yeah, I, I, I think I said it before. I think yeah, I would have taken it, but. It's just the... Uh, the manner of the last yeah, two games. Exactly what happened. Like that Forest game. How we didn't go on in that second half and push on. I, I think I, think I really. wanted more than that. Yeah. Well, the I Forest game. Than, yeah, I wanted more than, more than four. I'll be honest. I think... That, I don't even want to talk about that Forest game. That's the one that really got me. I'm not going to lie. The, the thing is Saturday, right? Shocking, whatever. But I wasn't really expecting much from that. As a Forest game, I mean, like we said, we'll go, off, so we'll go into it, but that's the one for me that really fucked me off. Yeah. Well, the Forest game is in the, in the past now, so is the Brentford game. But let's, let's talk about Brentford and let's talk about your three-word reviews of that game. First of all, Megan says, what was that? Darren says, Halloween Horror Massacre. Jamo says, levels in league. Justin says, pass it forwards. Dave says, never in it. Barney, must win Wednesday. Ed says, hate playing Brentford. Nev says lacking forward creativity. Liam says we miss Cornick. And Cynthia says backwards and sideways, which summed us up pretty much of the weekend, didn't it? Backwards and sideways. It just didn't seem like we could get forward at all much. Yeah, but you kind of expect that, didn't you? I said to you the other day, Dave, I mean, me and you had a slight disagreement about certain things. You said we look like the away team. We were shocking, this and that. And I said, look, you know what? Most teams, you play against Brentford every week. Let's face it. I mean, you watch them. You know about Brentford, obviously, clearly. Brentford yeah. fan over here. yeah. He's um, not a Brentford. No, no, stop. No, no, He's not no, a Brentford. No, no. He works. He works for a club. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, thank you, Brentford. <laughs> yeah, Brentford are a good side. They Brentford play hard are the a very pitch, good yeah, side, and they control the ball. They dictate the ball against most teams in that division. They probably do it in the division above. They're a bit like a Fulham in a way. So I went to watch Brentford versus Norwich uh, last Tuesday, and Mick Harford was there. Saw Mick Harford at the game. He was clearly scouting out, you know, what we can expect from Brentford, and. It's just almost as if like, he came back with no knowledge. But I don't think that's fair. Nah, it's not, I don't think that's fair. Unfair. That's a really, really wrong nah, thing to, to be say. fair, it's just it's a tough game to play. And I thought we were a little naive the way we played against Brentford. They've got such mm. a high press. And this is something I've seen every single week watching them, is they press high. And we just looked like we couldn't cope with that. Is that naivety or is that bravery? 
Um, in a way, if you're trying to match him or... Uh, don't get it wrong. In the end, it's naive. You're probably right, but... I th- I, do you just, know what? I don't yeah. think we can we can look without thinking about how bad we were second half against Forest, and that's continued on to the Brentford yeah. game. And I think, tactically, we got it wrong on Saturday against Brentford. Oh, massively. <laughs> let's face we, it. We I mean, weren't in the game at all. Well, if that was Graham Jones last year when we fucking struck on his back, you know what I mean? But let's not go there. But, yeah, no, you're right. It, it's Maybe it's no, a bit no, naive, no. but... Let's go there. No, oh, that's fine, no, that's no it's not. Well, let's go there. No, to be fair, we said on Saturday, Bataro, didn't we, that we were naive. We didn't. We didn't press at all. We didn't have any sp- speed. We didn't have Man. any. Uh, the that's the, the game was lackluster. It's flat. And 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 whether or not the manager got it wrong, definitely got it 100%, wrong. Hundred percent got it wrong. I, I think you can't press a team like Brentford. Well, you've got to you've got to give it a go. You're the that, home though. team. If you're, I'm sure Man City could. Yeah, Go on, say it. We're not Man City. We're not Man City, Exactly. Mate. I've said that to you enough times, mate, when you've quoted things as well. So <laughs> what I'm saying is, you can say you can't press Brentford. You can press Brentford. You can do what you want, but if you set up right, you can press any team. We wasn't in the game from the moment the game started. And that that's how shit. I felt about it. We were crap the whole game. And the, the annoying thing is, you think at least you give it a go. Did we create anything? No. Literally nothing. No, not really. And yeah. just going back to what you said about Graham Jones, I think it's, it's. I've seen. I've seen a few people say if that was Graham Jones, he would have got slated for that. But the thing is, Nathan Jones has earned. Yeah, of course. These bad that, performances. Yeah. Nathan Jones, Graham Jones was producing bad performances week in week out. So I think it's harsh to say. I disagree with some of that. Sorry, say I, that again because no, you I were d- like I disagree with some of that. Week in week, in week out. So I'm not going to get into that. that side of it. Yeah, we're oh, focusing right. on. But what I'm saying is. You know, shit happens sometimes and you're in a rut. It does happen, but that's what I was saying shit like, back happened. on last season. No, yeah. I agree shit happens, but the performances in the last one and a half games has not been good enough. I'll be honest, right? I was more concerned about the Nottingham Forest game. I'll be honest, you, you, you saw the reaction for me. I was, I've never been so de- devastated, no, I think, in Forrest, about 18 months. No, Forest, we should have put away. Absolutely should have put them away. That was the most disgraceful second half I think I've seen for a long time. I'll be honest, disgusting. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, you know, you and I were both sitting here going, this is ridiculous. We are, we're not pushed on. We're not taking advantage of 10 men. Yeah. And then we played like we were, we were, oh, I can't even describe. We played like we were a team from the way, way, way below. Yeah, absolutely. Side, that. Yeah. But that's followed on to the Brentford game, isn't it? Yeah. And if we look at the Brentford game then, we kind of like had the first chance of the game. It was from a corner. I think it was Bradley had like a bit of a half volley and it kind of just hit one of our players and trickled through to Raya. Really? But it's it was one of them starts where I don't know Brentford obviously control the ball they love the ball That's them get man. a lot of it when we were attacking down that right hand side with Clark and we had that first option I was thinking you know what maybe we could start creating some stuff here but then we just just didn't that's another thing as well Jordan Clark how many times did you say Dave they obviously Dave was sitting there on Saturday going do you know Clark's anyone done anything obviously I agreed because yeah. he was the only person that was the only yeah. thing going on I think um, he, had, he had that geezer on toast mate generally I don't even remember a chance in the first half no. so that's how bad I thought we were it from, it, from the moment we kicked off we were not in the game that's and when you I get felt. into the position in the final third like Clarky a few times got down the right hand side or whatever done that where his name is and the um, it was it was the wrong ball sometimes I mean you're yeah. passing it in the field and you're going back again you think when you get into a position so high up the pitch, you need to you need to think positive. And we weren't think, thinking positive. We were thinking, our oh, ball retention, let's go back again. And it wasn't working for us. We'd lose the ball then fucking well, deeper down the pitch or whatever. You know what I mean? It's, it was backwards a shot, and yeah. sideways. That's, that's that the was, thing. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly what 
what we were what, told, mm-hmm. didn't it? Well, Brentford took the lead. Um, sorry, I just got an electric shock from touching that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brentford took the lead enough. in the 20th minute. Rico Henry. Um, is a t- I think this goal just sums up our last couple of games, doesn't it? Because we've let Sergi Canos get in down the left. And let me, let me, if I'm being honest, you know you had a bad game and you let Sergi Canos do that. Uh, Lockyer doesn't clear it properly. Awful shot away and it's just come to Rico and he smashed it in bottom corner could Simon Saluga save this listen to him it's come to Rico not yeah. Rico Rico, yeah. Rico I mean. my mate Rico yeah. could, could Saluga save this yeah I think yeah, so yeah absolutely 100%. should he save it yeah yes absolutely he needs to get a stronger hand to it yeah and the only thing, the only he's unsighted but never know but. well that's what I was going to say the only defence you could give him is maybe sort it late but apart from that yeah I, I would expect him to save to be fair he has he has shot it quite hard but I think maybe what for an international goalkeeper you're probably saying two strong hands on that p- to pad it wide or is are we being harsh to say Sluga should save it? We would expect your goalkeeper to save those chances. Maybe because he's had such a good sort of like last few months. Maybe I'd say. Look, so don't I'm, get me wrong. He 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 played well in mm-hmm. parts of the game. He made some great saves, but I think mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, he should have saved. I it. think so. so. I think you should save that. Yeah, of course. We're going to be talking about Simon Sluga later on uh, in the podcast. Got some interesting points to make about him as well, which I think will be very worth listening to. Um, so yeah, Brentford go one 0 up. At that point, I'm just like, don't want to let Brentford get that first goal because they'll just control the game. And then what, minutes later, they get their second. And do you know what? Right, the goal they scored for the second, I just think like, they make it look so easy. Why can't we seem to ever do stuff Was like that? Tony tapping. Yeah, literally, <laughs> it's a diagonal ball to Embuemo, takes it down the box puts it across the, uh, the face of the goal and Tony's there to tap it in. And look, Tony's worth 10 mil, but... He's not. But... <laughs> yeah, let's look into that. <laughs> he's worth 10 mil because that's what they paid. Yeah, of course, yeah, I know you say. Um, but like, why... Isn't that the kind of positions like Tony's getting in there, which we want to see Hilton getting in? We yeah, never yeah. created that position yeah, I was at say, all. Yeah, not thank a you. chance. Not you've a got chance. Shut up. You've literally you've got to create that opportunity. We're not creating that shit for fucking absolute nothing, man. I'm telling you now. That's what I'm asking That's you, though. The difference between the wingers that how do we create opportunities like that? How do we get in that opportunity where we've got Jordan Clark getting in behind and just knocking it across goal for for Hilton oh. or something? Hang on a minute. The last time we saw that, it in Buemo. How much is he worth? Pretty valued about 15 million, no, 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 no. You can't talk about values of players, it doesn't matter what team you're in, you still need to create chances. What I'm saying is, though, Dave, when you've got a player or players around that you're paying good money for, you expect them to be good. I mean, yeah, but we've got players, come on, man, we've got got Harry Corner. I know he weren't playing Saturday, but for instance, from League Two. Yeah, uh, on a free from whoever or I don't know what, I don't that might it, bullshit I don't know but. what I'm trying to say is it doesn't matter who's playing for you you've still got to create those chances it doesn't matter how much you're worth but how are you supposed to create chances when you're playing against a good I'm, I'm, I'm not being funny but they are doesn't, a good side yeah, they're a very are, good side they're yeah, well drilled sadly we have to say they are a good mm. side however it doesn't matter if you're playing for a football team you need it doesn't matter if it's Luton or whoever else you need to create those chances. And that's what you expect your players to do. How many times we create them chances, especially last season, whatever, like down the wide right or whatever else, and we well, fucked we saw the final it. product up? We saw it this season with um, at Watford with Cornick into Colo, hits the bar. Yeah, That's the kind of thing I want to see more of, though. And that's the type of thing I think if Hilton's going to get a goal, it's going to come from a situation like that with Cornick down the right-hand side, maybe Clark down the right-hand side, and a ball in like Mbwema did to Tony. 
I think that's the way we're going to see Hilton get a goal because I just think Hilton again was at the that, weekend. Was that Alan Boimo assist or was that a knockoff Norton Davis? Was it a slice from him? Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to yeah. question that a little bit, but yeah, you know, I don't know. But yeah, What did you make I, of Hilton before we move on? What did you make of Hilton at the weekend? I thought it was quite... I don't. I, I, I didn't understand. One. I didn't understand how Collins didn't start. Collins didn't start. Yeah, absolutely that. Um, he didn't look happy, Collo, and no, not starting. Absolutely not. But also, I think Hilton worked hard, but there was nothing there. There was nothing that he didn't, he didn't get really have much coming from that, did he? he didn't get no service. If if for a centre forward, you want a bit. Of, you wanted the crosses in to go onto. He didn't get that. There was nothing. There was nothing from our front that that impressed us at all. Nothing. When you say like. He doesn't get service and stuff. Is so? I think we're all just can confirm then. Danny Hilton's the type of player that does need service. He's not going to be that player that gets the ball and makes something happen himself, is he? Danny Hilton needs the ball in his feet. First, first off, he's a centre forward for Christ's sake. You know, for me and given my age group, um, centre forwards they're there to put the ball in the net. They're there to create the chances that you hold give the ball them. Up. Yeah, hold the ball up, mm-hmm. get the crosses in, let them nod it in. You know, be mixing it up there. He, you know, he didn't get that. He didn't get that chances. What I'd say about Danny Hilton, he was up against uh, Sorensen, who's Brentford's fourth choice centre half, who was on loan in League One last season. And to be honest, I think he had him in his back pocket the whole game, Sorensen. I don't think Hilton. Who's on loan? So then you have to question the manager. But then you have to question the manager's um, decision not to start Collins. I would say, I mean, I, I like Danny Hilton. I'm, um, we've, ba- we've backed him. We say he needs time in the game. But then you have to question why he started against Brentford. Maybe, maybe Nathan Jones looked at the Brentford game and, thought, and looked at the Rotherham game and thought, I'd rather play Collins for 90 minutes against Rotherham. But at the same time, we were, co- well, I know I was, Dave, I think you were the same. I don't want to sure about you, Luke, but I said um, against Forrest, I wanted Danny Hilton to start that game. I didn't want Collins straight in. Weirdly enough, I know it sounds very strange saying I didn't, don't want your main centre forward in there, but against yeah, Forrest, the I Forrest, wanted Hilton in there. I agree with you about Forrest, but, and, and, and I sort of agree with you, maybe he thought Rotherham mm-hmm. Collins will do better. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, and maybe... You know, not not get him injured, not get him whatever. <coughs> However, we were so lacklustre up front on Saturday, it was unbelievably... I'll be honest, I, I really don't think it makes a difference, you know. Like the fact that we played Hilton or Collins on Saturday, I don't think it makes a difference. I still think we fucking... Exa- the exact same outcome happens. I don't think it makes oh, no, 100%. difference. It does not at all. Because we created Yeah. The only, th- the only difference is you get a bit more work rate from Colo. That is literally the only yeah. thing you get. Well, Pearson, um, Pearson was the one to make way for Luala on 37 minutes. We had to change something because I think if we stayed as we were, we, you know, I think he said Norrington Davis was struggling, which was proof when he had to go off at half time. Uh, the way we set up second half, like this, this just really hurts my brain. So Norrington Davis had to go off. So we had to put Craney at left back, which is just the most painful thing I've ever heard. Lockyer had to go to right back. Uh, Ray yeah, dropped strange. into the back four. And you're just looking at that back four thinking, we can't continue like that, surely. No. We can't continue with that back four. Is it time to recall Kioso now? Well, Jones has said he would do that if he has to, so he needs to realise... He hasn't done it yet, though, has he? No, but... Sorry, I can't so, see happening this way. So he obviously thinks at the moment we can cope without it, mm-hmm. but... Well, maybe Bree's closer to being back quicker than we thought, maybe. Well, let's no, hope so. No, let's I, hope I don't so. even know what's wrong with Bree. Does anyone actually know what's wrong with Bree? No. What's wrong with, what's wrong with Potts as well? Uh, he 
Pots is a weird yeah, one. A, yeah, it's pots a weird is a weird one. There's a few things coming about that. I'm not too sure, but I've heard absolutely nothing about pots. So you've got people playing out of position than they normally would. What do you expect from that team? <sighs> this is the thing, isn't it? Well, we had our first shot on target in the 76th minute, Lou Alouar. Did you say first or only? <laughs> Probably first and only. Yeah. It was our only he shot He cuts on inside and shoots it straight at the keeper, which is great. And then Marcus Force comes on and uh, chips Sluga. I think by this time, Patara and me were just drinking more. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll concentrate on things. Yeah, it was just we, it, we got to the point where you knew that there w- we were not going to do anything, and I think that's the saddest thing. Mm. As a Luton supporter, you want your team to at least have a go, and we, we didn't. didn't do nothing. There you go, one shot on target. It says it there. Oh, does it say there? Okay, yeah. so one shot on target. Realistically, Strike. it could have been maybe five or six for Brentford, couldn't it? Yeah. So you, then you've got to say the keeper did some good saves, but the rest of it. No, forget it. It was just piss poor all round. It was. It was awful. To be fair, I didn't recall Sluger even having to make. It, no, he made one very, very one good save. One very good save. It was actually, David, it was you that called it first. What, in the second half? In the corner, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. It on the end. That was Craney. That was Craney. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah it was Craney. Yeah, it would have been an own goal. Yeah, could have been an own goal. What a great save. Brilliant save. However, the rest of the team performance, just forget it. Awful. Forget it. It was, it was so bad. And we've had a good start, so that's that compensates for it a little bit. But Do you know what the thing is as well? I could I could get over the 3-0 defeat to Brentford if we'd beaten Forest on fucking Wednesday because that's the thing. I still say it, it disgusts me now. It disgusts me. Yeah, yeah Wednesday the, Wednesday, was the Wednesday result was not... It, we should have put a 10-men team away. Absolutely. Right. We should have taken the game to them. And instead, we sat back and we didn't we didn't take advantage Just of our shot. advantage. And, and on Saturday, yeah. Do you think it's fair to say that maybe... Look, we... We've had a good start to the season. You still look at that league's he- league yeah, table sorry. now and look at some of the teams below us. You probably wouldn't have predicted that they'd be below us at this stage of the season. So I wouldn't say we're overreacting to this Brentford defeat, but like it wasn't the best. I think it's the week title, though, isn't it? Rather than just the Brentford defeat, I think it's the Forest game as well. I keep yeah, saying. Correct. Exactly. Is it a reality check, maybe, of that actually... <sighs> No, I'm not I, too sure about well, reality I, I, shit because at the end of the day, we're in the championship for Christ's sake with a small budget. I know people go, oh, fucking stop going on about the budget. Yeah, stop going people, on yeah, about no, the budget. People, but it's true at the end of the day. It's so true. We can find gems and whatever else, but you know, like you're competing against some people, like, you know, some teams, sorry, up there with big budgets and they can go and spend what the fuck they want. They can try new things every six months in the transfer window or whatever. Do you know what I'm saying? A few we weeks ago on the podcast, someone asked us in the Instagram questions um, saying, is the shots on target a problem? And at the time, I think we'd scored think so. like sure. a high percentage of them shots on target. But you look at it now and we're struggling to create, like in that last, the Forest game, in that second half, one clear-cut chance in that second half from Clark when he should have gone across the keeper. Saturday, I wouldn't say we had one clear-cut chance at all. Do you look at that now and maybe think, mm, is it time to try and just change something going oh, forward? I'm not too sure, because I still look at shots and targets sometimes as goal-scoring opportunities. I look at a shot and target and you think, well, that could be a goal-scoring opportunity. If you have four goal-scoring opportunities in the game... In the same way, though, shot, just to be two, fair, though, but shots off target are just a little bit off target, you know? Off target could be an inch off target. Dave. No, but you know what I'm saying? They could, they could be... They could and on be today's t- episode of State the Obvious? No, 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 come on. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is... You record shots on target yeah. because they're going between. They're the, great yeah. chances, and yeah. they could be yeah. They can be then, slightly off the And you can have yeah, the same yeah. thing where you have a, you have an opportunity, and you're just slightly off, and it doesn't get recorded. So it's 
it's it's creation of of, of those opportunities, and we don't no, course, create, no, we don't yeah. create enough. What we get four shots on target, four, well, one on target, four shots at goal. So Either way, uh, we need to create more. Need to create more, and yeah, I think yeah. after watching every single Brentford game this season, that is Boom. the most comfortable they've been all season. The easiest game, and this is what Nathan Jones had to say uh, after the game. I have the the biggest respect for for Nathan Jones. When I say Nathan Jones, I mean Thomas Frank. I have the the biggest respect for for Nathan Jones and his um, coaching staff and um, and Luton as a as a club as a team. I think they. They've done fantastic first to survive last year in the, um, in the championship, but also the start of the season just shows that they're a very strong side. They're very difficult to play against. And the way we managed to, to keep them on maybe one chance or maybe half a chance on set pieces, that's, a, that's, a, that's well done. So, like, Thomas Frank's looked at that game and he's, he's saying, Luton's a tough place to go to, a lot of respect for us, managed to stay up. Think they're quite, they, they think of us as quite a physical side. Would you agree that we're quite a physical side? No. No, I don't no. agree with that. Yes, <laughs> how many physical players do we have? How many second balls do we lose as well? Yeah, <laughs> but how many physical players do we have? You know, Hilton, you'd say, for Glem, the start. Glem Ray. Yeah, and um, maybe Sonny. That's about it. Pearson as well. Well, no, Pearson, yeah, understand. maybe Pearson. But yeah, well, I, don't, I don't know about physical, physical. Maybe, so I wouldn't even say we're that aggressive at times. I think we, we bottle a lot of things. I'll be honest, we do. Well, Saturday we did, yeah. Yeah, it was second ball sometimes. You expect fucking people it's to go. It's so disappointing uh, that we weren't that strong. Although, it's nice to know that they have a little bit of respect. Yeah. And here's what Nathan Jones had to say after the game. You know, we, we structurally look good we, and it's just when, once once we, we don't quite do things right, we get punished and then it's difficult to get back in the game against a team like that because if you do become open and take gambles, then they, they can hurt you. Look, today they were the better side. They're a wonderful side. Credit to Brentford and Thomas um, because I said they are a, they've got good players. They're, they're well-versed in what they do. They've been doing it for a while now. So, look, we're, we're just slightly behind them. But, but, but look, we're, we're competing and, and, and that's the thing. Structurally, he says, we were okay. I think maybe for the first 10, 15, yeah, we might have been okay. Yeah, we went to shit. Can I just say, we're slightly behind. I fucking hope he's got that one right, because we're slightly behind, man. I said, we're in for a good next few years. I, I think yeah, that's I, true. A, a little bit of perspective is, obviously, we, but we all know, and especially you, Luke, um, that Brentford were inches away from going to the Premier League last season. Yeah. You know, yes, so, yeah. you know, you don't expect to beat them. But, you know, it was just, just for me, well. with the whole decision, if we'd have lost and we'd performed well, then it'd be different. But we, we lost and we performed so bad, it was unreal. Well, it's in the past now, so let's move on to Rotherham on Wednesday. Hopefully three more points. And then Huddersfield, hopefully another three points before the international break. And if it happens, will you be naked here next week? No, stop it. <laughs> stop it. I don't want to see oh, you no. naked. I should stop. That's really weird of me to say, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, fuck Says it. The, no, no, but I'll, uh, I'll sit here with body paint on. Oh, no. You've still got a tattoo to arrange, so I don't want to see you naked yet. Anyway, we're going to talk about Seamus Luger as our player focus today, mainly because of the chance he should have <laughs> maybe saved from Rico Henry the other day. But also, as I was at the game and behind Luton's defending. Actually, before we go on, I was at the game. No, before we go on, don't make me what was it? No, podcast. seriously, before we go on, what was it like being back at Kenilworth Road? It was lovely. It was really nice. Bastard. It's, yeah. it's, just, it's, it's weird because the amount of COVID red, like, precautions are in place and you have to go up to the main stand and if you want to get to one end, you have to go like out and around and it's one way. And But was it, was it good to be back there? 
It's nice to be back there, yeah. Actually, quite difficult one way at Luton. Yeah, like I mean, you can only get <laughs> but even if it's two ways. Sometimes you can't hardly get through. It is, and you have to wear a mask the whole time, Christ. so you just end up with a spotty chin. But either way, um, basically, I was behind Luton's goal for both halves, um, and for the first time ever, because I don't, I've, I never really sit behind the goal at Luton, and when there's fans, you can't hear much. But I could hear everything. Sluga was shouting at the back four, which I found really interesting because he is very vocal. He is very vocal. Um, taking charge of Sonny and, you know, I can hear Sonny shouting at Sluga, pass it to Pelly, pass it out to Lockyer, get it to Craney kind of thing. And I'm thinking, right, is it is this the kind of thing that's improved Sluga in the last year? Has he improved in the last season? I think he's improved. Maybe we underestimated his ability to control because of his language, because of where he came from. So, yeah, it definitely has improved since he's first joined us. What G-class has improved? I'm going to throw it out of there. What do you class as improved? Because for me, like, I read something earlier, someone said, when was it? Um, anyway, it was, it was about the whole thing of not making mistakes. Is that improving or is that just not making mistakes? You've always got the ability there. Cause we, we, well, we've seen highlight reels before he even joined. We knew what he was about. We, I think we've heard about him. Do you know what I'm saying? When, when you, when he is, let's be fair, he's, he's a big signing for us money-wise. So you think he's going to come in and absolutely be the completed object, really, the, the completed player. And he wasn't. He made really easy things make look hard, yeah. really. What I'm saying is, is that improving as a player by cutting those mistakes out? Is that improvement? Of or course is that it is. Just, is that yeah. just confidence? What is improving? Well, well if, you're confident, your agility, if, you, if, you, you if your confidence skill, gets better, then you improve, right? It doesn't matter what yeah, you're in life. No, if you're yeah, more confident, yeah, you've become better at it. Improved performances, but as a human being, I genuinely think that he has, well, he had those abilities before and those attributes that he could do that before. I mean, we see him make some Yes, yeah, he some could mad do it before, but he else. hadn't done it before. He hadn't done it consistently before. That's what I would say. So has yeah. he improved? Definitely improved. Improved performances all round, yes. But skill level improved... No, because for me, he no, was still blocking he, he mad saves. Does. He already had that skill set. We so. wouldn't have brought him anything yeah. down that school level. So when you say, Luke, that he was controlling the back four, because we never hear that before. Mm. You've never been in an empty stadium. You can't hear him shouting. You can't do any of that. So He is very vocal. Yeah, so is that's, vocal. Is, that's a good thing, though, isn't it? For your goalkeeper to be vocal, that's what you want him to be, isn't mm. it? I feel like he's calmed down a bit as well. He doesn't rush into like things like as much as he used to. In all fairness to him, like he used to get like proper fucking uptight, didn't he? And, like, I think he kicked the post when Force chipped him. Oh, that's just legal. Yeah, alone, but do you know what though? Do you know what though? I don't think. I mean that that opportunity shouldn't have happened. No. He couldn't have done much more. Oh, I think he's done everything right, hasn't he? And yeah. um, was he against Forest? He came rushing out to save that. Oh, from Lyle Taylor, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, brilliant goalkeeping. Brilliant yeah, goalkeeping. brilliant yeah. goalkeeping. Because he is so, quick off his line, isn't yeah. he? But yeah. Um, do you reckon the lack of fans has contributed to him, him his Who performances knows, this season? No. Who knows, but, you know, no, it's... No, I don't. I, d- I, think, I think the lack of fans have evened out the whole team, the whole team in particular. I, I don't think, you know, I think if there were fans there and he makes a great save, then he gets lots off the back of the fans, you know, appreciating that. But we've been in the stadium when... You know, the, the ball's been playing around our back four and it goes to the keeper and you can just feel this, like, nerviness in the crowd when Sluger's, you know, on the ball or if there's a shot coming in and he doesn't quite deal with it and everyone's like, come on, catch it. And then, do, I don't that, that, do you I reckon that would make a difference? I, well, I don't think that's going to happen now given what we've seen. If it makes a difference, then surely that's not him being professional enough because if you're professional, you should, you know, 
Definitely, but you can't say that some of his mistakes haven't been like just pure nerves. Like you think when that keeps happening, when that keeps happening, that pressure keeps building and building and building. No, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that, right? But what I'm saying is, at first, when he first came, I think he tried too hard. I keep saying it. I think he tried too hard to, you know, be this mad goalkeeper and do everything. When you realise sometimes you don't need to do everything. But he tried it. Do you think he might have been aware that he was a big signing for us? I don't know. Probably. But I don't know if it had any bearing on anything. But I think it does have a bearing. I bet he checked Wikipedia, didn't he? <laughs> I bet he did. <laughs> well, let's look at what you guys said about yeah, Simon yeah. Sluger. Uh, producer Jacob put out on our social media today. Has he improved since last season? And if so, does the lack of fans contribute to that? Uh, Dave says, I don't think he's improved personally. He's just cut out all the errors. He was making quality saves from his first game. Don't think the lack of fans is an issue either. The save versus Wigan at the death last game in front of fans, uh, arguably worth the fee we paid for him, which I guess, Batari, is pretty much what you were saying, wasn't it? Daz says, I think he made errors due to the fact his life had been turned upside down uh, by moving to England. He just needed time to settle in. He's a top keeper and he only helped, he he not only helped keep us up last season, he's also made key saves this season. Um, Howard Dog says, always been a good keeper. Off-field factors caused the horror shirt to start last season. However, now showing he's worth the price we paid for him. And Ian says, it's hard to say if he's improved, but certainly so for Nathan Jones, as he didn't have any fans having to go at him slash getting on his back from when he returned. Um, I think no fans worked to his advantage, and as a consequence, he kept us up, uh, which is interesting. I don't know. I don't think fans would have got on his back. Have they really got on his back that much then? Because I haven't really... I, well, me personally, I've not really heard much about I th- I think, fans getting on his back. I think, I think it means if we were at the stadiums, people would have been a bit more... Yeah, you might hear a few moans and groans, but that's normal. Do you not think that's as natural for a footballer to hear that anyway? You hear it of every single player. I mean, hey. don't get it wrong, the whole cup from coming from another country or whatever, but... <sighs> imagine, imagine there was a, a full house against Brentford on Saturday... Wouldn't have moaned about one player, would have moaned about all the players. Sometimes you've got to give the, the, the keeper a benefit of the doubt. Sometimes you make mistakes. But his mistakes are always costly. Mm-hmm. Always costly. A mistake, a, in midfield, a mistake in midfield is not so costly most of the Unless time. Unless your Dewsbury Hall gets tackled at the weekend and tries to pull yeah, someone's uh, ankles around and then yeah, they go true. Well, if you're going to try and... Yeah, he, that's why he was, you, you said to me the other day he was lying on the floor. That's because when the player uh, runs past him, he tried to grab his ankle to pull him down. Completely okay, yeah, missed. Yeah, I'm with you now, I'm with you. Yeah, uh, either way. Let's get some Instagram questions then today to finish the podcast. Uh, Tom says, was the tactics wrong against Brentford? Yes. 100% wrong. How do you play against them then? Just kick them. Fair enough. I, I don't think we took the game to them at all. It's difficult to say how would we play against them because I'm not a manager, but I, I want to see more more guts and passion from our team. And we mm. had none of that. None of that at all. Did we set up wrong? Possibly. You looked at the midfield line as well. It was very flat as well. It was Everything about it was very flat. I mean, you, you didn't see the midfield sort of like pushing on, one dropping and vice versa. All you saw was like a line like this. I just thought it was a bit, just a bit shy. Disappointing. Yeah, disappointing. James says, is our form declining because the honeymoon period is over or is it just a genuine rough patch? You get these in football, we're genuine rough patches. We're good enough. We're good enough this season. Trust me, we're good enough. We, have, we, a, we have a better squad than we did last time. I think we're playing better than we did last we'll time. We'll turn it around last season. Well. Um, Yeah, you know what? You can expect some defeats. It's just so sad that they've all come in, in the same way. The, the performance has been rubbish. I'm happy to eat my words if we beat Rotherham 4-0, but I do think the lack of chance creation at the moment is uh, a worry. I do think that. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Especially against 10 men of Forest, I think it's a worry, the fact that we couldn't take the game to them 
against 10 men. 10 men at Forest was disgusting. The way that we played against Millwall Forest. Millwall way offered little going forward, offered absolutely nothing on True. Saturday. True. Is that, is, am, I, am I okay we're to not say crea- that's a little worrying? Well, do you know what? Maybe we're missing Cornick on the, on the, you know, on yeah. the team. Definitely. So yeah, I know people's like The lack of creation. Jimmy, but we do miss him, yeah. Yeah, the lack of creation was of just dreadful. Uh, Ryan says Joe Morrell to start on Wednesday. Yes, please. Question mark? Where has he been? Why hasn't Fuck he been? Mate, why hasn't unreal, he been starting? It? So you you big him up so much. I love the bloke, and then he's, he's not on the game. He's not on the game. I mean, when he's played, he's looked good. We not agree? Maybe. Yeah, absolutely right. Could he be potentially carrying a knock that we're unsure, like we don't know about? Well, could he not carry a knock and wasn't on the bench? I always say the same thing: if he's carrying a knock and he's not fit enough to play, why is he on the bench? bench yeah. Maybe he's not bench. fit to play ninety. Well, how, how is that? How, how is he not fit to play ninety? He's not had any knocks. Is that from, from general us. fitness? I don't know. From not playing a lot, I don't know. But I don't know. I'm just suggesting. No, no, but no. I'm just, I'm just asking the question. What I'm saying is, did he start again? Did he start again? Uh, so against Millwall. Millwall, yeah. But, yeah. but no, he know, didn't start against but Millwall. No. No. Oh, Batara, you talk him up so much. Oh, I love the why way, mate. Why is you he talking about Batara as the manager? Well, you know what? I should you know, be, mate. After that fucking performance, said I should be, <laughs> and fucking Wednesday. I no, but be. The, the point is, he's a decent player. He's a, when he's been on the pitch for us, he's played decently. He's a tempo sir. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, he's 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 made some fantastic passes. Why isn't he getting a start? Maybe Wednesday. You know, I'd like to see Morel and Dewsbury Hall play because I think both of them add a bit of pace to the movement of the ball. Just mm. quicker transitions. Just yeah. get the ball. Boom. It's frustrating. Of, it's frustrating play. because you, you, you look at a player and think, God, he's got a bit of ability and then yeah. we don't play him and then you sit there and go, why? I'll be honest, that really deflated me before kick-off. When I yeah. see the team well, we said that, that. We said that it was Saturday, deflating. Yeah. yeah, I just thought, come on, man, you got to put Morel in there. Don't get me wrong, I like Juju who looks like he's got a decent bit of ability about him as well, but sometimes he goes missing. So no, it's only days for him. I'm, I'm not getting anything like that before. It's not, I'm not trying to say anything controversial or stupid. It's not like that, but... For me, Morel should be the starter. He's our player. He should be starting. If you got to start, you know, if you got to start one of the two, it's got Morel for me. Nathan, if you're listening, Bataro says start Morel. Yeah, ben says, what past player from the conference winning team would make it in today's squad? I'm going to say Pelly Rodder Campanzu. <laughs> hey, well, because there's anyone still there, isn't he? Andre Gray would make it in today's squad, I think. Nah, just because it's a shit yellow bars that he can't. Oh no, we're not allowing that back. I don't know the answer to that question. I don't saying. think there's anyone else in that squad that I would make it. Stick Stephen Nolte in goal, mate. He's massive. Yeah, why not? You can see that, Um And I think that's pretty much all the Instagram questions we're going to go for today. Um, Rotherham away on Wednesday. Huddersfield away next Saturday. Six oh. points. Yeah. Are we happy to be four points from yeah. them two games? Yeah, yeah, we take, take four points? Yeah, take four. I want it's six. I don't want anything less than three or four. Three or four. I want six. I think we've got to be looking to win one of them, haven't we? Yeah, I'm only saying six to wind you two up. Um, Brilliant. Let's let's think about we need at least one win. We need to have a really positive performance. Just don't lose. Just don't lose. No, not even that. We we need more than two points. I'll say just don't lose. Not two draws. Please, it's not two draws. Yeah, we need a positive performance. We need a positive performance and... Um, a couple of goals mm-hmm. for definite well it's going to be an interesting game on Wednesday can I just say as well about the conference team or whatever yeah. Stephen O'Donnell was he in the conference or was he League 2 League 2 oh, okay I was about to say he's playing for Scotland now we had he? Ronnie Henry right back in conference oh, of course he did yeah, um, anyway we will talk about the Rotherham game and the Huddersfield game on next week's podcast which is actually 
you're not going to last beer, are you? Because lockdown's coming. It's going to be uh, on Zoom. Lockdown's yeah. coming. You're going on Zoom. We're going to have to, aren't we? Yeah. I was might get fine, Dave. I'll tell you what we're going to try we and might. do next week as well. We're going to try and do a very first ever caller episode of Oh When The Town. So if you're that listening is. to this and you'd like to be on the podcast next week, uh, we're going to put out a tweet at some stage. Just reply to it. DM us your number. We can give you a call. And we're just going to have a phone in Oh When The Town. We want to try it. We oh, want to see if it'll work. And no sex lines. Thank you very much. No sex, no sex lines. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> clarifying that. Um, so yeah, just keep an eye out for that tweet. If you'd like to be on Oh When The Town, we can sort that out next Monday and uh, yeah that's all we've got time for no, today that'd be I fun wouldn't it more positive as well yeah. yeah thanks so much for listening thanks so much for watching get us on YouTube get us on SoundCloud iTunes all that good stuff Oh When The Town and we shall see you next week